right, hello, and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast, where we just spent the last 20 minutes trying to get Anchor to work. Imagine that. Imagine having your podcast software just not work at all. It's definitely not painful in any way. Right, Yuki. <laughs> you just spin out of the race. That's going to be the fastest way to do it. Just end it quickly. <laughs> uh, anyways, we've got a race to talk about and probably some planes as well, because we always do. It's poor just... Bottas. Poor, uh, poor Bottas. That's what we're going to call it. Really? Yeah. I mean, Russell kind of did run into him. All right. We can have that argument in a little bit, but let's talk about the race first. Uh, but before we even talk about the race, one final quick thing to mention. Uh, technically, F1 has a Twitter account now. So um, We have zero followers. We've got zero followers. So follow us if you want to. Um, I haven't even posted anything or yet on it. Or don't. Or don't. Uh, that's cool, too. Uh, yeah. Anyways, shall we get into it? Sure, I guess. Okay. Uh, so, practice sessions. Red Bull looked terrible. Can we agree? Yeah, and Lando looks good. Yeah, and um, I think his Perez time is... got deleted. Yeah, his time did get deleted. I think Perez had his car stolen, right? <laughs> or who actually had their, stolen? Had the car stolen? Yeah, yeah, because there was um, they posted it um. Red Bull, where essentially, right, uh, there was this little video from the onboard camera where the car was just getting driven away from the track on the back of a truck. Okay, wait a minute. I'm gonna... I've gotta see this. The interesting thing is, let's see who put in the most laps in practice one. It looks like... Yeah, it looks like Carlos Sainz got the most laps in in practice one. Um, Bottas had less laps, and he set the fastest time in practice one. So that that looks good for him. And then practice two, um, Bottas set the fastest time again in practice two. That's two in a row. So he's all set to win. Well, right, exactly. But then practice three. Oh no, practice three. Verstappen came through and barreled through it, destroyed everybody. Bottas was an eighth. Uh, Norris was in second, and Hamilton was in third. Oh, imagine if that was qualifying. That would have been glorious, would it not be? Imagine if that was the race Hold results. On second. Um, hmm. Wait. So it was definitely Red Bull. Who had the car taken? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, uh, here, here. I'll direct you to it. So if you go on their Twitter account, right, and um, uh, you just sort of look back through their timeline on there, um, you can, yeah, you can find it there. Here, let me go and see if I can find it. Was it the one where the trophies were stolen or the actual car? No, no, the full car was taken. Oh, Wow. All right, all right. I've got some news in just a second. Um, if you're ready for this, guess what just happened? Mm, I don't know. You're not ready for it, right? Not. There's no way. Uh, George Russell has just issued an apology statement to Bottas. Ha! You were wrong. No, I wasn't wrong, right? And for those who don't know yet, you need to watch the highlights. But he is apologizing for not handling the situation well. He's not apologizing for the crash. Oh. Which, well, they did get hit. 
I, I agree with I completely agree with that statement. Also but he got hit. I mean he got hit. Yeah, he did not he did not hit Bottas. Oh, he did hit Bottas, but it was not his fault. He did hit Bottas. He did hit Bottas, but it wasn't his fault. Um Wait, when was it? The race. <laughs> no, the car got getting stolen. What? It was after FP2, I think. Oh, wow. Wait, which Twitter account is it on? It's on Red Bull Racing, Red Bull F1. Honda, yeah, or uh, Honda it's, Racing F1. It's the official Red Bull Racing one. Is it under media or what? Uh, no, it's just under tweets. Um, here, I'll find it. Uh, oh, was it the one that was posted nine hours ago? I don't think so. Not April 18th. It was... They posted a lot of tweets during the race. I don't didn't know the accounts of these teams did that, but apparently they do. Uh, there, yeah, there was like 10 tweets during the race. Speaking of, got some more news about Miami. That's coming to F1. Something that just shouldn't be a thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll explain later. If you haven't seen that. Um, all right. It's so buried in their timeline. Forget looking for it. But anyways, that's pretty much that. They have their car stolen. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's April 16th. It is the final tweet from April 16th. Wanted. Red Bull RB16B. If found, please return to Autodromo Enzo Eugenio Ferrari with a video of the car being driven away on a crane lorry. A lorry. It's not a truck. It's a lorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said that with a straight face. You know you didn't. We can hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I said the first part of it completely with a straight face. Um. Anyways, yeah. It, it's funny because it looks like the broadcast was actually on F1 TV. Yes. Okay. I found it wanted. Oh, yes. It's just so funny. Sorry. For this slow start to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But it's worth finding it. It's a funny, funny tweet. What odd people Which wanted RB16B? You wouldn't want an RB16B? I would. I know, but what odd people? That's such an odd way to look for the car. Just putting out the message like, hey, it's gone. Yeah, like I mean, then I mean, no one actually wants to return it to you. Well, well, clearly they texted somebody there and they didn't give it back, so they're like, "All right, next best thing, let's put it out on Twitter." Or maybe it was a joke, and they did, and maybe they even had it already back already. Who knows? That might have been them stealing it, for all you know. Yeah, for all we know, it could have been them taking it away. What if it's it Adrian like a Newey trying to stunt? The funny thing is, it could just be Adrian Newey trying to hide some secret part on the car. You never know. Wait, how would that work? Well, maybe, you know, obviously Perez crashed it. So maybe in the crash, something was revealed that knew he didn't want. So he was taking it back to his secret laboratory to cover everything up. Oh, is it like the McLaren secret laboratory? Yeah, I think something like that. Like the one from Tuned or whatever that show is. Yeah, exactly. Red Bull definitely is an underground lab. Including an underground wind tunnel. Oh, yeah. And racetrack. Yeah. I mean, that would be mil- hundreds of millions of dollars to build that. Well, I mean, it's a $200 million headquarters. It's a good point. It's a good point. 
yeah, where else would the money have gone? Uh, obviously, into the underground headquarters. We'll um, never actually know, will we? Because they no, sold we never... it. Haven't oh, they? McLaren's. No, 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 no. What they've done, actually, I've found it. There aren't, they're not leaving it. They're staying there. But they've leased it back. So they sold it, and then they're leasing it back to themselves. It's very confusing. Mm. Essentially, it's a way for them to hold on to it for cheaper. And then obviously, I think they'll be able to buy it back when they get into a better financial situation. I think that's the idea. They make sports cars. They're never going to be in a good financial situation. No, 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 no. But if they get investors for the Formula One team, then maybe they'll be able to buy it back. That's the point. They I think. probably won't get that money. No, they, they won't. They won't get enough money to buy back. $200 million. Yeah. No, no. You got a point there. Um it could be a while. They could just cut their budget down to like a million for research and development and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just create the worst car of all time one year, but be able to just own their technology center. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they would do that. Um, all right. Well, shall we talk about, uh, before we even continue on to the race, the Miami Grand Prix next year? Oh. Is cringy, I know. We're gonna have Florida man steals Red Bull car. Nah, I mean that's what it's gonna be, really. I mean, F1 announced it. Obviously, they're excited because they've signed a ten-year deal. Um, Florida man drives pickup truck onto racetrack. Yeah, I, I feel like be a ten-year. Exactly, I feel like a ten-year deal is a little bit excessive. I mean, five years would have been... We've never even raced around there before. We've never seen an F1 car go around there other than a simulation. Mm. Wait, didn't that, didn't they used to have a Miami GP? Yeah, I think there used to be one, but it was apparently terrible or something. Because that's bet, what happened to all the U.S. Grand Prix. I bet all the... Or I bet the Aston Martin... The people who live in the Aston Martin place... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that complex, yeah. Yeah, I bet they get free tickets or something. Oh, they have to. If they don't, that would just be a travesty. Well, I mean, they also get to see, uh, whatchamacallit, the Vulcan. They have one there, don't they? Yeah, they do. So, the um, Sebastian and um, Lance will be able to see the Vulcan, and the owners will be able to see the um, the people, Sebastian and Lance. Yeah, why would they want to see Lance, though? I don't know. Lance did better than Sebastian this weekend, so yeah. But everybody he's gonna likes step Sebastian. Up. That's a good point. Nobody really likes Lance. Um, you know, even if he won races. Yeah, he's recently been pictured with his entire group of fans at the um, the Canadian Grand Prix. <laughs> is that no one? Is, yeah, exactly. There was nobody in the stands for that. Wait, when's the Canadian one? Never. Not happening this year. Really? It was supposed yep. to happen on the thirteenth. I thought so, but apparently they're trying to cancel it because of um, the fact that the USA has way too many COVID cases. I mean, oh. it's they're not wrong. They're not wrong, but they, we've been we've had COVID for long enough. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, we just sort of want to be done with it, don't we? I mean, at this point, uh, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, it's at least for the US. Let's hope. Wait, uh, what do you mean up? Do you mean up in cases? No, I mean down in cases, but up in, like, quality of life. I would hope. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Um, you can't even go to Canada anymore. 
I know. I know. Canada's banned us. Yeah, and that's pretty nice odd. Too. I know they're the nicest people, and yet they just wanted to ban us. That's great. Wait, have the British banned us yet? Oh, they banned us a long time ago. Yeah. How did the London virus thing manage to get to New York then? Uh, we were not banned at that point, and now we have more cases of their virus than they do. So now it should be called the U.S. virus. In all honesty, it it really should be. Okay. Interesting. Um, So I guess now we're going to talk about the race, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about the race. Um, Okay, so it was George's fault, so that's why he's apologizing. And he also punched Bottas. Punch was well-deserved for Bottas. Um, Bottas got to flip, flip Russell off. Yeah, the thing is, um, look, I mean, there's been worse. Rashad, we were talking off off podcast before the podcast started about other times this happened in history. Nelson Piquet had a famous moment where he slapped uh, somebody who was driving a backmarker car around the track. because Massive um, pin. Yeah, I mean, he might as well if that's really... Mazepin is the true backmarker these days. I think Mazepin it was a lap... Callum. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Mazepin was a lap down by the end of the race on Mick Schumacher, who's his teammate. Like, they truly must not care about results for him, right? Cause... Oh, yeah, no, they just want money from him. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really all they want. They just couldn't care less about results. Because Mick Schumacher crashed out early in the race. They are the worst team. New front wing, and he overtook Mazepin. I mean, how is that possible? How is he so slow? I'm not saying I'd be faster than him, but, like... You might be. I, I, I doubt it. I mean... Look, look, my one day of carding would say I'm not, but um, maybe next weekend, maybe by next weekend, I'll be faster. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hope, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, racing, you think it's George's fault. Why do you think it's George's fault? Because George is a good driver. He probably could have avoided that. I mean, yes, he could have turned off DRS and waited another lap, but why did Bottas sit in the middle of the track. Because he's Bottas. That's what he does. He he ruined his own race. That's the thing. I know, obviously, the the lack of dignity that would be going his way for getting overtaken by Williams, but who cares? He would have gotten points rather than getting completely shunted out of the race. Well, to be fair, you're admitting that he got shunted out of the race, as in George Russell shunted him out of the race. No, no, no. I'm not, it's George's fault. It's not George's fault. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that his car got shunted by George's car, but he started the collision. How? The shunting was not caused by George. <laughs> George just came flying down the track. Look, no, George kept mentioning in the interviews, and I didn't believe him until I watched the onboard camera, that he was going at 220 miles per hour. He was going at 220 miles per hour. Exactly. Fast. Like, that is stupidly fast for any car. They hit Bottas at that speed. That is so he didn't have any control. 
Interesting. Well, for those now, for those who haven't seen it, right? George dips a wheel onto the grass, and they completely lose his control there. But why That's did how he it dip works a, in F one? Why did he dip a wheel on the grass? Because Bottas pushed him over. Okay, yes, but still, you shouldn't be going over the speed limit. The speed limit is fifty, and you shouldn't be going fifty five. <laughs> you got to keep it right under fifty five, as sad men yeah. say. Yeah, you got to keep it under 55. In his case, 255. But in most cases, it's just 55. Yeah, but we do not condone speeding here. Nope, we most certainly do not condone speeding. Uh, unless you own a Bugatti Chiron. And no, I don't like Bugattis, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it depends on the Bugatti. I, I feel like if they rebodied a Chiron, it could be amazing. But The yeah. only car, I, the only Bugatti I like is the Lavatura Noir. Mm. Yes, but it needs a brown leather interior. Actually, it's fine without the brown leather interior. Fine, but it would be better if it had the brown leather like interior. Like an That's ivory is nice in that car. Yeah. Anyways, um, the funny thing is, Sunoda, right? Last week, we or not last week, two weeks ago, we were saying about like how he is the greatest thing in F1's history, right? He is. He is. But he also spun in the dry line. He was on the dry line and just completely lost it. Like, I mean, yes, he's driving a fast F1 car. And yes, neither of us could do that. But, but. He is the best driver. One of the best rookies. Best he's rookie. probably better than Schumacher. He could be better than Schumacher. He is better than. His results are better than Schumacher's. Yes, but I want to see them in the same car. And I think a lot of people do. Yeah, well, there's a reason Schumacher was not in a good car. What? Actually, there is no reason. He did win F2. Yeah, he won F2. But there, that, that's, I mean, that's the same thing with George Russell. Yeah. No, no, but George... And um, Valtteri Bottas. No, Valtteri graduated into a pretty good Williams. And then, with Mass's input, it became a good at Williams. Didn't Gasly also win the F2? Yeah, but he went into he went into the um the Toro Rosso. Okay, yeah, and then um, what about what's his name? Who? I mean, all of them. Was he was he went into William? Oh no, he actually didn't win. He got second. Imagine getting second in the F two championship. Oof! Didn't Cal Mylot get second? Yeah, and he didn't get an F one drive. <laughs> he got punched instead, didn't he? Yeah, he got destroyed by Mazepin. On the other hand, though, again, we don't condone violence in racing. Especially Although, not when George Russell does it. He no, could end no. his future. No, but Toto's response was not on what he said about George. What did he say? I mean, it was unbelievable. He said things like, right, I'm closer to having him demoted to a lower formula than ever accepting him in Mercedes. <laughs> he, yeah. he, no, no, no. He also said that these sorts of things like he should have been wary and he should have left Bottas alone because he's in the Mercedes as if that means that he can't overtake him because he's this higher power. That doesn't well, I mean, mean it's anything. It's kind of team order. No, but no team orders were given and as they should have been. There's I'm glad there was no team order given because that would be unbelievable. That mean that Mercedes has control over Williams, a team who has always been known as the independent team. Well, so they even, pretty much do. They own they own the engine out of the Williams. Fine, but Williams has never made their own engine, so you can it's say just that. Like calling, um, it's just like calling Haas a Ferrari company. It's Haas Ferrari. 
Maybe, but Williams is different in this case because they don't really have a big partnership with Mercedes. They sort of push everything away that's offered to them by Mercedes. You know, they don't Williams use the Mercedes for suspension. William. Well, fine. Frank Williams isn't there anymore, but neither but is Claire. It retains the name, and and although they're not a part of day to day running, they still are like at team events and stuff. You know, like to hang out with the people. So okay. it's still Williams. It's still Williams. Anyways, though, why would Williams give George team orders to just say, leave Bottas alone? They can't do that. Well, they you're could. Thinking, you think Toto is going to press his big strategy button and ask for Williams guys to say, George, leave him alone? Yeah. yeah. George was clearly faster than Bottas. Yes, well, Bottas was in the better car, and Bottas well, was pretty much what... George Russell has in his future. Look, Bottas in the end is completely screwed because he's been given uh, the non-preferential treatment because of Hamilton in the end, which has been exposed many times. And in this, the end of this year, I hypothesize that Russell will be taking his spot at the team unless he gets drastically better. Okay, well, I think... Well, I mean, Bottas is pretty much the same as... They're pretty much the same person. Bottas and George Russell. Yes and no, but I want to hear your argument first. They're both like... They they both wore Williams drivers as soon as they won. They both won won, F2. Yeah, Yeah. as soon as they won F2. They both graduated into, like, Williams. And, well, now Bottas is a Mercedes driver. And, and they both had teammates that had won races in one point in their career. And George is likely to become a Mercedes driver. Yep. Yeah. Well, he was likely until he no, 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 no. Look, people, mo- not people, most people are saying, from what I've heard, that it is not really going to affect his relationship with Mercedes. It's just going to be, you know, new so rules. Strained. It's going to be strange, and there's going to be new rules, essentially. He and Bottas are never going to be teammates, either. Personally, I don't mind if that's going to happen. Bottas is a talented driver, as you've told me many times, as I've finally begun to realize. And if he's not appreciated in F1, he will be appreciated in other motorsports. I think Bottas would fit in as a safety car driver. I mean, apparently he's good at rally driving. If he wants a second career out of F1... Go hit the finished rally stages. They're cool. Yeah, and at F1, you have the choice of going anywhere you really want. It's very true. It's very true. You drive for any amount of time in F1, and suddenly you're the hot thing in any other motorsport. Yeah, but then when you go to that other motorsport, no one's going to care about you anymore. It depends on who you are. Mark Webber was just looked at as this almighty god when he was in Fernando WC Alonso. for Porsche. He was too, actually, but that's more because he's... No, but in you America, know. the IndyCar thing. That was a shambles, what happened with the IndyCar thing. Um, and it's partially his fault that it was that way. But, you Didn't know, that's who he, that's who he is. McLaren? I think he may have. I know that he asked for a huge salary, which he ended up getting, which was comical at best. Yeah, well, I mean, in America, I don't think he's too popular because everybody just wants to know who's driving for NASCAR, pretty much. That's a good point, yeah. Or fun like, car racing. I feel like the NASCAR scene is almost bigger than the IndyCar scene. 
Oh, it is. It, it most definitely is. You can go to any track in the U.S. and there's probably going to be an IndyCar, or not IndyCar, a uh, NASCAR race there. It's crazy to think about, yeah, the popularity of that. You'd expect the IndyCar to be more popular because it's the same sort of stupid pig-headed oval racing with just faster cars. Well, not really. I mean, Grosjean's there, and he's only doing street tracks, which are that's a good point. Ones. Nope, you got a good point there. But apparently, NASCARs do those sorts of tracks as well. They're just really, really Ooh. slow at them. Okay, well, I kind of want to do that now. Which well, is power sliding around a road track. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be nice, wouldn't it? If it's I guess that'd be the... nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, and we're you probably karting. could get that. We're going F1. karting soon, so. No, no, karting. We're more likely to go to F1 by doing a karting race once a month than. By racing in NASCAR. I mean, if you go to NAS, if you go from NASCAR to um, IndyCar, then you have a larger chance. And then I can think of only two drivers that went from IndyCar to F one. All right, you ready for them? Santino Ferrucci to Haas, which is a shambles, and um, Michael Andretti to McLaren, which is also a disaster. Not to mention Fernando Alonso to Alpine. I'm sorry, I almost spit up my podcast water. That is, that's the most important one of them all. Um, I completely forgot about what that one. Thank you, thank you. Anyways, so let's wrap the George Russell thing. It's both of their faults. I'm willing mostly to say George it. Russell. Yes. No, no, it's both that of is, their faults. Yes, Can we it please is both just... their faults. Because George Russell didn't close the DRS and didn't back out of the move, but Bottas shouldn't have squeezed him as aggressively. That's what you do as a driver, though. No, no, but you don't push him onto the grass, because what happened when Rosberg pushed Hamilton onto the grass? He won. No, they got smashed and taken out of the 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. Okay, well, Rosberg did win eventually, didn't he? Yeah, no, he did win in 2016, but Bottas isn't going to win this year unless he has this incredible turn of form that makes team him order. the almighty. What well, we're thinking, he's going to get team orders over Hamilton. No, but that would be nice. I mean, I'd enjoy it. I'd love seeing him win a race, but I want Verstappen to win it. But Hamilton would almost definitely lose because yeah. Valtteri Bottas can't go that fast. Yeah. Well, he can. It's just he won't get ever given preferential treatment, which sadly yeah, he, for his he's only gonna go. He only goes. He should have known that when he went to Mercedes, because when he came in, he genuinely thought he could fight for the championship, and yet now it's clear that that simply can't happen. He's only good at pole, though. Well, he's a great qualifier. That's been proven many mm. times. He's like Raikkonen and Hakkinen, the other two. Notable Finnish F1 drivers. But Raikkonen won. were both great qualifiers. Yeah, and so did Hakkinen. And... Yeah, but one of them, the third one, the Bottas yeah. dude. Bottas win. is the weakest link, I guess, in that great lineup of Finnish qualifiers. And in all of Mercedes history. That's a good point. So every Mercedes driver has won a championship. Every single one. Except for Bottas. Yes, hopefully Bottas will. I mean, chances are they're going to give him team order at some point to win. Right? They must. Next year, because it'll destroy the record if they don't. I mean, next year, that's the the year that, what's his name is, gone, isn't it? Well, no, if Hamilton signs another contract, F1's 
I mean, personally, we all we've talked about the whole Portia thing, right? Where we want them to come into F one. If Hamilton goes to Portia, then Bottas. If Mercedes is a championship winning car, Bottas is going to win it. It's well, the thing is, Porsche won't come in for like another like five years or something, four years. That's a good point. They want to develop the car out, and actually, they still want to wait for the new engines, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, okay. So no, it would be a little while. So yeah, maybe Hamilton so would sit him. on the sidelines. And yeah. Bottas would be there. Like he could, uh, Hamilton could be like you know like a twenty first driver. Yeah. You know, in 2016, how they had, like, 22 drivers or something like that. They did, yeah. But I think that was because they had 11 teams. Okay, well, Hamilton cre- can create a new team. And then have Hamilton no car, racing. No sh- not show up for any of the races, and <laughs> not pay any money whatsoever. Well, the, funny, the funny thing is, he would have to pay entry fees, and he would get no prize money. Just don't enter the race. No, 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 no. But to be an F1 team, he has to pay 200 mil. Okay, you can probably pay that from, like, two years' salary or something. I thought it was... All right, nonetheless, yeah, yeah. Probably, like, three or four, actually, but... Okay, I, I get the point, I get the point. Yeah, but he also has a sponsorship on top of that, like, his Tommy Hilfiger. Imagine if Tommy goes and um, covers it. Tommy, Just... Tommy Hilfiger and Hamilton. Just Tommy co- Hamilton F1. <laughs> Tommy Hamilton F1? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. You heard for this? It's going to be Hamilton Vegan Racing. Vegan. Well, he's vegan, right? Yeah, he's probably going to have, like, Sprouts or something sponsor him. (laughs) Yeah, just vegan brands. Impossible Burger. I could see that happening. McDonald's. Oh, yeah, they would definitely sponsor him. That'd be good PR, wouldn't it? The funny thing, imagine if McDonald's just sponsors him against his will. That would be hilarious. I mean, that would be really good PR for McDonald's. Yeah, their first athlete. <laughs> Coca-Cola. I think about Coke, though, is they're already working with McLaren. He'd have to go back to McLaren. Oh, no, then Oreos, though, because like, the Oreos are basically vegan. You they are. Point there. If you if you look at the ingredients list, they are vegan, but Oreo says they're not suitable for vegans. Ah, interesting. So right. that'd be an odd sponsorship, but cool. Yeah. Rest of the race, if we it, it should go back to that, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Can we? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Um, well, there was some drivers that I'd like to talk about. Perez, he made mistakes. Yeah. Uh, I think he spun twice, right? Yeah, well, didn't he end, Didn't he start in, like, second place or something? Yeah, he started second on the grid, and he lost a place to Verstappen, who then overtook Hamilton. Uh, but Perez tried to come around the outside, which didn't work. But he sort of maintained position until he went off track before the safety car, where he was then penalized because he overtook people during the safety car, which is one of the most basic rules of F1. You never overtake during a safety car. Can Did we agree? He know that there was a safety car. Yeah, yeah, it was obvious that the safety car was happening. Um, did he mean to overtake? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. he intended. He lost a position or two, and he wanted to get it back. Okay, then that's his fault. It's completely his fault. But he still ended up one place short of points. Well, he was eleventh. Yeah, he was. 
Wow, that's impressive. One place above Yuki and one place <laughs> yeah. below Alonzo. Yeah, Alonzo got points as well, but you know who didn't get points, which pisses me off? Kimmy got penalized. Yeah, he's right behind Yuki. How did they manage to penalize Kimmy for something he didn't do? I don't Wait, what do you... Oh, wait. Is this something about the Bottas Russell thing? Because he was right behind Russell. Yeah, he should have avoided the debris in some different way or spreading debris. It's just some utterly ridiculous sort of call about him spreading the debris around the track, which he certainly did not intend to do. I don't think there's anything in the rules saying that he couldn't do what he did, which was drive in a safe and controlled manner. Just give Russell the penalty. Yeah, fine. If George Russell got the penalty so that Kimmy didn't get it, fine. I'm more of a Kimmy fan than I'm a Russell fan. Yes. Um, yeah, same. All right. But the funny thing was Kimmy beat Giovinazzi anyways, so um, that yeah, was a qualifying race. And he won it in the race as well. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Gio is unbelievably slow in right 14. now. Literally uh, one, like, one place behind. Kimmy. That's but then Vettel for was him. behind him. But Vettel did a stupid, stupid, stupid thing that race. Didn't I mean, finish. he not only didn't finish, he was still ahead of Mick Schumacher and Mazepin, even though he yeah. DNF'd. Yeah, that no, was the funniest thing. <laughs> they are so far behind that they couldn't catch him. Wait, does that mean he DNF'd? A DNF can beat cars on track. Wait, how does that work? Did he, like, DNF? Like, I don't know. How does that work? Imagine this, right? Verstappen is leading the race. He is six laps ahead of everybody else. And on the... Oh, wait, no, that wouldn't work. No, crap. Okay. Verstappen is second in the race. He's six laps ahead of Norris, who is behind him. Okay? And Hamilton wins the race. There's a three-minute cap. Um, before, or excuse me, a two-minute cap uh, for anybody to cross the line before they're just classified in the position that they're in, right? Okay. Oh, okay, so... Um, right? So what that means is yeah. that within that two minutes, because Norris couldn't overtake him, in this case, Verstappen's fictional scenario, that means that Verstappen ends up ahead of Norris, even though he DNF'd. And that's what happened here. Because the Hasses were like three laps behind Vettel in this case, who DNF'd, even though they were able to make up one lap, they still were behind him in the end. Okay. Which is pretty embarrassing. It shows how terribly slow they are. Well, yeah, the car is trash. Yeah. And one of the drivers is. One of the drivers is. The other one is pretty quality. And, I mean, yeah, his recovery drive, Schumacher's, was impressive. He was able to get from dead last to 16th, which is for the car that he's in, not terrible. Right? I'm a little bit like, I mean, I don't understand Schumacher. Who, Mick or Michael? Oh, Mick. Okay, alright. His father was like a great racing driver. He manages to become one too. There seems to be a little bit of some holes in that. Mick has clear talent. If he's as talented as what people say he is, then he'll be the next eight-time world champion. I don't think he is that talented. I think part of it's the Schubacher name. But on the other hand, we'll see. I mean, according to Michael Schubacher... I expectations of him. 
according to Schumacher, Michael Schumacher, uh, he was able to be beaten by Mick when he was carding before he was completely, you know, in his vegetative condition. What did it hear? What did it hear? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing? Okay. All right. I mean, does that mean that Michael can't cram himself in a go-kart because he's too tall? Or does that mean that Mick is really good? I think it might be because Michael's too tall. Yeah, exactly. All right, we can both agree on that then. I mean, Mick, I mean, he's doing well considering the car he's in. Actually, he's not doing that much well, better. The thing is, the thing that's going to be the nail in the coffin for his season is if in a race where Haas can capitalize and get points, if he is not in the place and Mazepin gets the points, then that's not going to look good for him. Well, it, it already looks like he's about as good as Mazepin. Oh, I think he's better than Mazepin because well, yeah, he just no isn't making the stupid mistakes that Mazepin is. He's spinning at every single opportunity. I'm going so, to tell you how many... Longer. No, 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 Mazepin. Okay, yeah. I'm going to tell you all of the spins he's had this weekend. Okay, just... no, no, I don't, I don't need to hear that. Uh, no, I just want to uh, tell you. Okay, alrighty. Uh, so there's actually a website where you can find out how long it's been since he last spun. Yes, um, you showed me that. It has been one day and eight hours, 56 minutes and 18 seconds since Nikita Mazepin last spun. He spun in the race FP1, FP2, FP3 qualifying, and twice in the race, excuse me. Okay, oh, no, 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 excuse me, excuse me. He's spun actually, um, he's spun twice in FP1. Okay, but Schumacher was only one place ahead of him. They were both two laps behind. They're both two laps behind, yes, but he was ahead of him nonetheless. Yes, barely. Well, I mean, at that point, it really doesn't matter. If you're two laps down, the person who's finishing ahead of the other one is better, in my opinion. If you're two laps down, clearly there's a problem. The car, in my opinion, at least. I mean, okay, well, there's Mazepin. if you Mazepin gave... is around the same area. I mean... If you gave them both the Mercedes... Mick Schumacher wouldn't win the championship, but Mazepin wouldn't be much faster. Yeah, they'd probably be around the same speed. Maybe a little, maybe Schumacher would be a little bit faster. If I think if you gave Mick Schumacher the Mercedes right now, I think he'd finish in fourth. Wouldn't it be kind of awkward, though? I mean... Him getting the Mercedes? Yeah. Well, it would be, because Michael Schumacher, for him, chose that he should be in the Ferrari Driver Academy, not the Mercedes one, even though... The final yeah. team he raced for was Ferrari. Or, excuse me, Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a pretty awkward situation between Michael and um, Mercedes. Because, I mean, the one thing is, the one reason I can understand why people love Ferrari is because they have heritage. They've been, they've pretty much founded the sport. Yeah, they did. Them and Alfa Romeo, the leaders in the sport. Crazy to think that Alfa Romeo was at one point competitive. It's not that hard to think. Well, I know 2019 happened, but I mean, like, you know, in the older parts of history. It's still not that hard to believe. All right. No, I don't mean the 70s where they weren't competitive. I mean, like, genuinely, like, the 40s. 
forties the sport didn't exist and didn't it get founded in the 50s? Excuse me, the fifties, the fifties, the fifties. Uh Fangio. I guess if they had Fangio, then any team that had Fangio would win. Wait, did Sergio Perez race for McLaren or something at some point? He did in twenty thirteen. It was the worst season of his career. Yes, but he was on the whatchamacallit. I forgot it. He was on Sauber before McLaren and uh, Force India after McLaren. I think that's a step down. What, the McLaren or the Force India? Force India. I mean, Force India, they were they were the exact opposite of McLaren, though. They didn't have yeah. much money, but they made, a good, they made what they could out of it. Well, the thing was, at the time when he decided he was going to McLaren for 2013... It was a great decision because they had won the last two races of the season. Like that was that was Ferrari, like Ferrari and Carlos Sainz. Ferrari seemed like a good idea when he did when he signed with them. Right, but he didn't know that their engine was made out of plastic. Well, actually, well, no, no. I mean, that's that's more of a joke, but you know, like it might as well be for all the power it can give. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Imagine being like a hundred-year-old company being made fun of by a couple of thirteen-year-olds online. <laughs> that is Ferrari right now. Ferrari, I can understand how you're still a fan, how people can be still a fan, though. Heck, I mean, I've got posters of their old Marlboro Ferraris yeah. from the two thousands up in my room, so I can't be one to make team? fun of them. My favorite team, Williams. Yeah. He's okay, well, you don't have any Williams posters, do you? I do, I do. I have a painting really? of the FW22 behind me. Okay, well, you, almost all your posters are like Ferraris. Yes, but I have two Williams model cars. Okay, well, you also have how many Red Bulls? One Red Bull, but it's the most important one of them all. It's the RV6. Okay, and then you have a Lotus, right? Uh, I do have a Lotus, yes. Kimmy's Lotus. So it sounds like you're following Kimmy. Well, Except yes. For the thing. Except for the Williams one, which he hasn't gone to Williams yet, but he could. Did Nothing. He start out at Red Bull or something. He started out at Sauber, but Red Bull was connected to Sauber at the time, so technically he did. I also have a McLaren from the similar time that he was there. Mm, and tough. yeah. Wait, the the McLaren was the one that said Kimmy on it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was the O five one said Kimmy on it. Um, because they couldn't put the West branding on it at certain races. And for those who don't know, West is a cigarette brand. Oh, wow. Who would have known? Who would have known except for the Germans? Why would the Germans know? Well, because it's a German cigarette brand. Are you being racist? Nope, definitely not being racist. It's German. They would know about it. Vettel, Vettel, I can't, I can't understand why Ferrari dropped Vettel. Everybody loves Vettel. Yeah, because, yeah, I do agree. We should definitely talk about this. Why would they do it? He's a popular person at Ferrari. Heck, I think at this point he's more popular than Leclerc. Um, and yeah. I mean, Leclerc is not very popular at all. He's just I don't know what you might call it. He, he's he makes mistakes. Driver. He's a good driver, but he makes mistakes. Yes, well, Vettel, Vettel is kind of like the face of the company. I mean, for what? Three years. No, four years. He was, like, the big thing at Ferrari. They would parade him around everywhere. 
Vettel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vettel is. I mean, he was the face of the company pretty much publicly. Yeah, I mean, he and Kimmy both got LaFerraris for free, and Actually? FXXs. Yeah, they both did. Oh wait, the FXS. If uh, the FXXK. Yeah, yeah, that one. You know what's better than that? What? Let's hear it. Vulcan. The X. S. S. What's that? Is it a plane? Wait a minute, one second. Let me see if I did that right. Uh, it might be wrong. I forgot. Oh, wait, no, it's the XKSS. Mm. The Jag. Yes, nice and yes. It's like an old E type almost. You saw that one, right? This weekend? Not that one. Uh, I saw something else. I saw it was an even older one. Uh, hmm. But it, it might have been a Bugatti. There's a chance. By Bugatti, do you mean the EB110, right? Not the EB110. EB110 has a tiny... It was a big old car. Really old. Oh, that old. Yeah, like it had like a... You know when um, Jaguar used to have like a Bugatti looking grill? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. they had like a red logo or something. Yeah, they both did. They had the horseshoe logo and the red logo. That was a time where those cars were so similar. Yeah, that's probably around the time. Interesting. All right. Um, yeah. So Ferrari dropping Vettel. I mean, other than them not being satisfied with him not winning enough on track, what else? Because obviously, or not obviously, but in my opinion. Signs is more risky than keeping Vettel. Is that just me? That's definitely true. Because look at what he did this weekend. He had a terrible race this weekend. Vettel or Signs? No, Signs. I mean, they both did. But Signs did a terrible race until the red flag. It looks like he was going to be out of the points. He kept spinning. Like, red he made flag? F- Isn't that good for Ferrari? It is good for Ferrari. Whenever they get a red flag, it seems that they come. They have got a good race. Um, I mean, they, do. they did have a good race. He ended up in fifth or fourth and fifth. Yeah, but that was on Leclerc's pace and the luck that Sainz got. The fact is, if Sainz hadn't been so lucky with the red flag timing, then I think he would have been out of the points. And for the he new... the Ferrari... biggest mistake ever. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, although, on the other hand, maybe not, because this race, um, Ricardo got bullied by team orders. And I know, yeah. I know you're not a fan of that. I hate team orders. Like, if they're faster, just let them go. What do you mean? It, Who, Lando? Like, I mean, whoever is faster, really. Then just overtake. Yeah, like, I mean, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to you, at least. It should matter to the drivers. Well, it, their reputation on the line, your company, as long as one of your cars wins, it, yeah. your company's fine. In the old days, where dirty air was less of a problem, team <laughs> orders really... Yeah, it didn't really need to happen. Unless, obviously, Ferrari wanted Barrichello to be behind um, behind Kimi or... Um, what's his name? Schumacher. Which is... Do they have team orders? No, God, no. Because the cars aren't all on the track at the same time. Yeah, okay, well, that makes sense, yeah. Okay, because uh, that makes sense because, whatchamacallit, um, uh, this thing. Team orders? Oh, uh, no, whatchamacallit, the, the, uh, the Jag? Think of me in a second. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm grasping for words here. 
Yep, clearly. Um, uh, what should we call it? I don't know. What do you the call Lancia it? The Lancia team. Okay. Um, oh, yes, the Lancias. They didn't, they didn't even show up to the last couple of races after they had won the championship. They, yeah, what's... they really didn't care about their driver. Oh, they couldn't have cared less about the driver's championship. They just wanted to win the team's championship. They were notorious for doing that. Once they had won the team's championship, they would have just said, nope, we're not going to anymore. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, it is, most teams shouldn't really care about their drivers. No one actually does care about their actual drivers. I mean, they get enough money that they shouldn't really matter. Speaking of teams alienating people, sorry, this is a terrible segue, but... Teams alienating people. Speaking of teams alienating people, um, have you heard what's happened in British soccer today? Wembley. Uh, no, 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 this is crazy. The European Super League is now a thing, so some of the best British soccer teams have decided to not be there. Um, and that's a shame, because I guess it is. And apparently it's going to ruin all soccer, which is not good, I guess. But I don't, I'm not a passionate European soccer fan, so I don't know. Oh, wait, that's tennis. It's Wimbledon or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah Wimbledon is tennis, not soccer. Right, right. No, no. It, it is actually an easy mistake to make, as I have made it. They're all the same thing. They're all the same thing. No one cares about professional sports unless it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that that was my only thing to say about teams alienating people. We can go back to what we were talking about. Teams alienating. <laughs> Anyways, um, can we talk about Hamilton's mistake that he made? Running to a wall. Yeah, he didn't select reverse. Like they have a reverse gear. They have a reverse gear on these cars. Why? Well, just in case he does something like that. Punts it to the wall. I don't know, but why? Usually after you run into a wall, your race is over. Anyways. In in Hamilton's case, it wasn't. So that's why people have that sort of thing. Okay, I mean, it's really not worth it then. I mean, it probably was worth it for him. but Yeah. It doesn't matter that much. It's just extra weight. It's extra weight as well. Yeah, it's one race. The car can't even start itself, but it has a reverse gear. Yeah. And the thing about it was, by missing reverse, he just broke his front wing and ruined his race. Yeah, no one likes him anyway, so... Yeah, but in the end, I think we were going to be getting... If he hadn't done that, we could have gotten a great race between him and Verstappen, and yet he yeah, just had to make Verstappen that. Verstappen won. I know, I know, but There's it wouldn't... be a great race. But wouldn't it have been great if there could have been, like, an actual, you know, wheel-to-wheel battle? Not really. I, I don't like wheel-to-wheel battles. Really? I prefer it when someone wins by so much that it's comical. <laughs> so you like the mercedes Donkeys then? No, no, I don't like Mercedes. That's the problem. So you like it when McLaren does it, right? No, I like it when anyone really... I, I like it to be switched up a little bit. Right, Maybe so one day Timmy, one day Sergio. Yeah. yeah, but by the end of the season, that statement is going to be so wrong because we'll be pissed that every single week it's a Red Bull one-two. I bet there'll also be trends where Mercedes are there too. Yeah, but we'll be so mad when we realize we said that when Red Bull just wins 
you know, gets one twos. I want Red Bull to win the world championship. Oh God, yes! I mean, um, that would be a breath of fresh air. I think it'd be really funny if the one year that Hamilton really needs it, he doesn't get it. Yeah, the one year that he needs to prove to his employers that he's good, he doesn't get it. Yeah, I and mean, he really he wants more money, and money with like with championships comes money. Right. He's gonna. He's just gonna keep losing out. I think. Wait, why does he want more money? He just wants to be seen as a value to the team. But yeah, but why buy money? Well, I mean, it, it displays how much you're valued. I mean, look at Sergio Perez. He's like worth like five million then, or something like that. Something really small. It doesn't work like that in every case, obviously, because Kimmy's only George getting Russell. paid ten mil a year. George Russell is getting paid like two hundred or something. Right. $200,000. It's unbelievable what some drivers get paid, but I think this should just be a fixed salary. Daniel Kibiot. Oh, no, that's what F1's trying to do. I don't like fixed salaries. Oh, really? I have money. I don't like taxes either. I agree with you on that. I've actually found the best way to dodge all sorts of taxes. LLC offshore. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's comical because... Um, it's called tax evasion? It's very complicated. It's not tax evasion. What you do is you set your company up in Monaco, where it won't be taxed that way. Or the Cayman Islands, for that matter. You then want to build it in a place where it'll be very cheap. I would recommend Wyoming, because Wyoming is very cheap to build anything. Uh, Apparently, Utah isn't cheap anymore, so we can't use Utah. Nevada is. Nevada is also cheap. So Nevada, like, uh, for 18 acres, I saw it for something, like, really cheap, like, um... It was like $10,000 for 18 acres. Yeah, something crazy like that. And I would also recommend you file your property taxes as a resident of a different country. And what that means is that you spend half the year in hotel rooms in different areas. Or you could just go to another country. True, but if you have to buy a house there, that's expensive. It's much easier to just uh, sit in a hotel. Yeah, so you need to. You probably need some sort of property outside of the country, or else it would it would just look extremely sketchy. Like Good point. But this entire plan is so sketchy. Yes, it is quite sketchy. You could just start an LLC in the Cayman Islands and just use that. Yeah, is real estate cheap invoice. there though? I don't think it is. No, not don't buy real estate there. Just just file your company there, and okay. Send, Send yourself a huge bill from them every year. And then you only pay profit, or you only pay taxes on the profit, you see? You don't yeah. even have to own real estate. I see. You can just sit in your own home. No, 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 but the point is, like, employ. what if you made your own home cheaper by setting up your home in a place like Wyoming, where it's cheap? Okay, well, your, your home is not connected to the company. I know, I know, I know. But if you're working from home and only from home, then it's cheaper to do it in a place like Wyoming. It's cheaper to just not have a home. That's also true. So maybe investing in a camper could also be the move. Just get like, a shipping container and the Suez Canal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll never move ever again. Okay, but you could just get a shipping container and a cargo ship. Yeah, that could be it. 
Yeah, and cargo ship, you can, the cargo ship's like billions of dollars, so you can just cover it with, like, cargo things. Like cargo labels in the lot, yeah. You just cover it with shipping containers and meet, make each shipping container into offices. Yeah. And then you could have an office building on top of a cargo ship. That could be it, yeah. Why All right. Why cargo when it's on a ship, but then shipments when it's on a truck? And what's it called on a train? It's called cargo, right? I have no idea. Okay. And it's called like it's called cargo on a plane because it's a cargo plane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what, still, still, shouldn't it be a shipment from a ship? Yeah, I guess so. But it's not. It's it isn't. Cargo. It's weird. It's cargo. But I, I guess. I guess it, I think the reason is because it's like saying a shipment from a ship from a ship is like it's it's just weird because it's saying ship twice. Hey, well, well, you don't get cargo from a car. No, but you don't get cargo from a car. You don't. Yeah, but that that would be so nice if you could just say, that would be easier to say actually. If you like cargo from a car. All right, I guess so. I mean. Okay, this is a weird argument. This is a really weird argument. Shall we go to planes this week? Yes. Okay, um, I have a new one for you. Oh, go ahead. Cyrus SR-22 or something like that. S-something S- 22. One second. It's a Cyrus. I know that. Yeah, yeah, they're the ones that made that crazy-looking, um... Jet thing. The single-engine jet. The single-engine jet. That thing is unbelievable. Now, you're looking at the, um... You're looking at the propeller one, correct? Yes, the single-engine propeller one. Oh, that's very streamlined. I agree. That is a good plane. Is it out for purchase? Um, I believe so. Oh, and it has modern flight controls as well. Oh, I do like that. Uh, the Cyrus... Oh, one second. Emirates has purchased some. I can't imagine why, but... The, that's cool. what call it? The... You alright? <laughs> yes, give me a second. I'm gonna okay. need to find it. Give me a minute. Um... Boeing is, by the way. I think. Yeah, yeah, I see that one. Boeing, by the way, has found a, um, a small issue with the 737 MAX, but people have flown on it. Do not worry. It's only on a few. And it is something to do with what we know, or not what we know, uh, what we've heard so far, it sounds like an electrical issue. Um, but it is not a problem. They'll be fixing it, and it doesn't even need to get recertified. It's fine. So don't worry. It's just an update on the max because... Yes, Boeing is an issue. Boeing isn't an issue. They've fixed it on many planes. They found the fix. It's fine. It's just... I mean, it's being publicized because it's the 737 MAX, but yet when Airbus comes out and says that they're, you know, they've got problems on their planes and they have to go and fix it, nobody says anything about it. And yet, when Boeing says they've got a small electrical problem with the MAX, which happens on all sorts of planes, it's highly broadcasted. It's unbelievable. It's not the first time. Maybe, but... Airbus is a high more well not more, but they've had huge problems with their planes, and nobody televises anything about them. If no I, one really cares about Airbus. 
if I go and read this, right, um, there's an entire Wikipedia section uh, dedicated to Airbus A320 family jet crashes. Shall I go through it? Probably a whole Wikipedia thing related to, like, Grosjean's crashes, dude. There isn't. There isn't. I mean, there are some horrific crashes in here. Yeah, there's one off of Bahrain where a crane or a plane just went straight into the water. There was a um, couple one, quite a few fatal ones. Obviously, there was the one on the Hudson, which is famous. But you know, there's there's been so many problems with that plane. There's been historic evidence of its nose wheel getting locked into position and then creating huge fires on runways, which is a problem. Drifting. The, the A three twenty one has had problems. Drift down the runway. Just imagine you're landing. Yeah. And then you drift on the, what should we call it, the landing thing. Oh, get ready for this. 20, uh, 20th of July, 2010. Ready for this? A pilot on the A320 uh, sort of was confused by its complicated readings and smashed into the ground. No survivors. That sounds like a pilot issue. Fine, so maybe the Airbus needs to get simpler gauges. And smarter pilots, maybe. No? I think. Really? Oh, wow, that's surprising. The Airbus A330 has had 13 hull losses. I thought that was only a Russian problem. And two hijackings. Really? Hijackings, they can't really change. No, 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 I I agree, though. There's nothing they can do to fix the hijackings, but hull losses, that is... If their pilots just move away from there, then um, then I think they might just crash and everybody will be dead. Yeah. Including the people who hijacked the plane. Because if the instruments are so hard to understand, I don't think the hijackers will be able to figure it out. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess not. Um, um, yeah, that that's all I have to say. Uh, really, just me ranting for a little bit about Boeing's being televised, as always, for something that's not entirely their fault. Although, partially, partially their fault. Um, one second, I'm looking at some statistics. Um, give me a minute. Yep, go ahead. Yes? You still there? <laughs> yes, yes For those who are listening at home or listening somewhere else, um, you see, it's a thing here on Anchor where we have to check if somebody's still on Anchor, for that matter. Because um, we get kicked off of it, and we it doesn't really let us enter. It has all sorts of issues, shall we say. Apparently, China Airlines has the highest number of fatalities at 755 people. That's literally probably like two planes. I mean, it depends on how big they are. That's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, that's not that much, considering how many people fly every year. Ooh, that's terrible. Um, but you'll never believe which of their biggest crash was on, Airbus or Boeing. Airbus. Airbus A300, straight into the ground. That's terrible. Okay, why don't you like Airbus? What's wrong? 
Airbus. I don't like the A350 or the A380. The A380 is like the biggest plane. It's, it's just an ugly looking plane. And then I realized that the design architecture of the A380 is carried through on so many other planes that it just annoys me. Well, Miss, you don't like Antonov's either. Uh, no, I don't mind the big one, the six engine one. That one's cool. The six engine one. No, that one's like insane, so it's cool that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, wait a minute. Okay. Uh, what should we call it? Okay, so look up the Piper Shirky Six. Okay. So the the thing is, though, for those saying that I'm bashing Airbus all this and all that, you are. There's um, the fact is, they, I'm I I don't like Airbus, so I, I'm looking for this sort of stuff, but. There's much more well-known planes that crash, and I obviously have to bring this to your attention, so I'm not completely biased uh, towards hating Airbus. So, uh, the most crash-prone aircraft in the world is the Tupolev T-154, coming out of Russia. It's had over 170 notable incidents, and seven, or, excuse me, 70 hulls that have fallen off of it. It's had every sort of crash you can imagine. It's had... Um, 2,911 fatalities. It's a terrible plane. You're kind of cutting in and out. Oh, that. really? Do I need to go and say it again? No, no, you don't. Okay, alright. Uh, for those who are wondering, look up the Tupolev T-154 and you'll be able to see all the incidents. Uh, and they're great. They're so interesting. Okay, I'm currently looking at how many, like, okay, wait a minute, give me a minute. Alright, I'm sorry, some of these crashes are definitely pilot error. <laughs> how dumb are Russian pilots? Um, can, can I go through and say what happened here, if you don't mind? Can I? Michelle? You still on here? Sure, yeah, okay, alright, alright. And uh, again, I'm, I'm not making fun of uh, in particular Russian pilots, and I'm not, I'm not going to bash them. Um, I'm not going to put their names in here. Uh, but a flight engineer for one of these planes uh, turned off the fuel pumps accidentally, so all engines turned off simultaneously, and it crashed into a field. How do you do that by accident? You accidentally turn off the fuel pump. It just it's not I accidentally just turned my car off. Right? How do you also not crash. notice that the plane is losing altitude? The engines have turned off completely. Okay. Um. Tesla has argued its cars are ten times less likely to catch fire than gasoline vehicles. What? <laughs> no way! No way have they come out and said that. It's in the Seattle Times. Wow! So they've actually come out and responded to us. They, you know, they put it even in our own newspaper. That's incredible. You just gave everybody insight into where we live. You're right. We do live. We live in Seattle, um, Seattle, China. That's where we live. Uh, of course, that's a place. It is most certainly a place. Yes, it's a very real place. Don't bother looking it up. Yep, no, don't bother. Don't bother. Um, it's probably in Seattle on the East Coast somewhere. There probably is. And it probably is one in the Midwest somehow. Yeah. There's a Seattle. 
in the Midwest, I'm guessing. Definitely a possibility. Also, another crash here. Found another interesting one. Um, this plane, no obvious problems until the pilots decided to w- do what's called a hard landing. And the plane landed hard. Normally, nothing really happens. This one, the plane split in half. That's a problem. Okay, um, in June 2018, in West Hollywood, California, a 2012 Tesla Model S appeared to spontaneously catch fire as it was being driven. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they can't lie to us. We know, we've seen the facts. We know they explode. That's in the Washington Post. It's been proven many times that they explode and they catch fire. It's dangerous. Teslas are dangerous. Uh, All right, you know how this plane you know, is dangerous? The most annoying oh, thing ever is the NHTSA. NHTSA, yeah. They banned so many great cars from the U.S. And that, they also, they also seem to think that uh, Teslas are the safest cars ever. Well, they're clearly wrong because they haven't tried to light one on fire yet. Well, I mean, to be fair, they are decently safe. Yeah, in collisions, but what happens if you're driving one? You're actually driving one. Well, I mean, generally you drive them. Exactly. If you drive one, you're genuinely in danger. Um, one second. Um, okay, what's a good car to compare it to? Let's look at a Taycan. Yeah, Porsche Taycan. That has... Had no notable incidents where you, um, you know, you catch on fire. It's had none of those. Yeah, well, it hasn't been rated either. Oh, really? What a brilliant, what a brilliant thing. Okay, let's start at A. What car brands are A? I don't know any brands, so we're just going to look at an Avalon, I guess. Oh, no, excuse me. I do not want to misreport this. There has actually been only one Taiki on fire where a Florida man uh, overheated his car by running it and charging it at the same time, something that nobody should ever do with an electric car. I'm surprised it wasn't Florida dog doing donuts again. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Apparently, this guy was revving it and charging at the same time. For those who know electric cars, that is a terrible idea. Well, I mean, to be fair... How do you even rev an electric car? Uh, if you put the brake on, you can rev it. Yes, I know, but it'll make no noise, won't it? It's electric. I know, but the, I think the point of it would probably be to spool up the motors. What? I think the point of revving it would be to spool the motors up. Okay, wait a minute. Um, the Avalon, it looks like, has all five stars. Toyota Avalon? That's what it's saying. Overall ratings, five stars you know, for all of them. I was really impressed. You sent me the picture of the new Toyota Mirai. I really like that. I think that's a... Yes, but it's 50k. I know, but... I mean, what are the other hydrogen cars costing? I don't know, but it's cheaper to just get a Supra GR. No, but the thing is, if you if you do it the right way, you can get one for 14000 because there are... Yeah, because there's so many write-offs. Things. There are write-offs and government grants in the U.S. that will allow you to get one for 14k. And apparently, uh, it yeah. was either India or Pakistan where there was another write-off that could get you for it for 12k. 
which is yeah. really good for a hydrogen car. Let's look at the BMW um, i3. That's an electric car. Yeah, I just, right? yeah, yeah. i3 is not even rated. That's like a really common car. That's weird. <coughs> How can they even justify that? They're tight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hear so. Well, I, I do things like that. <laughs> it's like that. Okay, um, let's look up a Jeep. I don't care. Anything Jeep. Jeep Gladiator. That's going to have a terrible safety rating. Well, I mean, it's brand new. Okay, there's like some five-star Jeeps. Like Grand Cherokee. Actually, yeah, I think Grand Cherokee is the only one who has five, three, five stars. How about the others? Uh, even the lower end, or not lower end, the, there's one Cherokee, the 2018 Cherokee SUV, mm-hmm. four-wheel drive, has four stars. Interesting. The Renegade, Renegade, um, Renegade, yep. 20, 2018, one, four stars. Okay. Uh, Grand Cherokee, two-wheel drive, four stars. Interesting. But then there's, like, five different Cherokees that have, like, five stars. And then, uh, Wrangler? Uh, I think that's on. Oh, I don't want to search. Okay, I'm just going to search for that separately. Jeep Wrangler safety rating. I'm going to look that up. Okay. Um, we are looking. Let's see. At not rated. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, these aren't rated. Overall, there's no rating. Oh, no. The IAHS safety rating for the Jeep Wrangler is like a. Oh, it doesn't say here. Let me see. Looking at the NHTSA. I know, I know, I know, but I'm I'm sorry. I have to look at I IHS in this case. Okay, have you seen the new Grand Wagoneer? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, that's not good. What the Grand Wagoneer? No, 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 no. This this safety rating. Ooh, whoa. Um, it's yeah, doesn't it, isn't it known for rolling over? Yeah, it has marginals and pores everywhere. There's barely any acceptables. Okay, wait, what is a Subaru? That's like a standard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll... In safety. Subaru. Okay, five stars. They've got five stars. All right, pretty good. I don't know why, but people who drive Teslas seem to always think it's a good idea to point out that they have a five-star safety rating. But literally every car that's ever been tested has a five-star safety rating. If you do it in the right way, any car can have a five-star safety rating. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing if you actually test uh, Tesla really for the hard testing. Heck, if you hit that thing at 60 miles per hour. No, 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 no. If you hit that thing with a 60 mile per hour side impact, that thing's going to catch on fire. Yeah, but Which is a thing. The hammer, the window shattered. It's a good point. Uh, you know, if, if 60 mile per hour side impacts aren't rare on the highways. Thousands of them happen every day. Why don't they test that on a Tesla? Okay, but that's isn't the thing like oh, which I'm gonna call it. Isn't that the reinforced glass that can break with a hammer? Uh, no, no, it's a metal baseball. All right, well, I mean, but you but you need to hit it with a hammer I'm... first. So if you hit the doors with yeah. a hammer and then throw the metal baseball at it, it is. Um, it's been proven that that, that does work that, to break it. Okay, well, I'm guessing you could just hit it a couple of times with the hammer instead. That as well. That and apparently a 50 caliber bullet can also smash through two windows. It'll go through the car. I'm missing a 9mm will go through at least one side. Yeah, it probably will. They say it's bulletproof, but this is just Elon Musk BSing again. 
Well, I mean, no one's actually going to test it. No, nobody's going to shoot through the window of their expensive and rare Cybertruck. Nobody. Well, that's because there isn't many out there, I think. No, Jay Leno got one early. Even though it doesn't even work. Okay, well, I mean, it could work. No, no, his doesn't work. Oh, okay. He's posted okay, well, about the that. Bulletproofness could work. Maybe. It with a hammer first. It's going to be the only comeback for Tesla if they can say it's bulletproof. Yeah, Jay Leno's doesn't work, but it is bulletproof. Okay, well, I mean... Why do we hate Tesla? That is a good question. Um, They explode. The cars don't look good. Um... I don't like Elon yeah, Musk. It's, for me, it's the look of the car. The look of the car should it all. Yeah, and I don't. I don't like Elon Musk. I think, um, you know, he's ruining America's space program. I really don't care about space at this point. No, I know, but the fact is, America has to pay millions of dollars to send people up on Russian rockets to get anybody to the space station. Russian rockets. Apparently, theirs are more reliable than ours, which is. Comical, but also sad. Russian engineering is kind of funny. Like they're, what you call it? They're they're old Russian. Their cars. trucks are okay. Their old Russian cars are really like what you call it? They're durable. Yeah, yeah. The old Ladas are yeah, okay. They drive um, in like twenty-year-old Ladas. And apparently, their trucks are okay too. Actually, apparently, some are better than American trucks, which trucks. is the um, man or whatever. Volkswagen make trucks. Oh, yes, those I, are nice. I really like those because those can rally trucks. Like some. Yeah. They do make cool. rally trucks, I think. Some do look like that. If I have to buy a truck, I'm getting those. Yeah. Mean. Well, I mean, it depends on what sort of. If it can be a pickup truck, I'll buy a Raptor. A Ford Raptor? Mm-hmm. I would never buy an American car. Really? I just wouldn't. Okay. I just don't like American cars. Out of interest, do you like Acura? Because I think the NSX is alright. Acura, yeah. I have Japanese. Would you own the NSX? Not, not likely. It's like a hybrid. Is there any... Yeah, is there any Acura TLX. you would own? TLX. Alright, well, I'm afraid to say you would own an American car then, because Acura is registered as what an American Acura? brand. Yeah, they're registered okay, as an American well, everybody brand. Everybody thinks they're a Japanese brand. I know, I know. Everybody and thinks. Is, what is Honda? Is but as it turns out, as... Honda is okay, registered as Japanese. With that because Honda's literally the yeah. Honda is after yeah the base platform of the entire car. It's is like saying Honda. Subaru is an American car because it's assembled in like Ohio or something. Yeah. Is it? Is it considered as? I mean. As long as the parts, I, I think some some people do. As long as some people the do. Parts are built in other countries. I'm fine with it. Yeah, or the bases of the cars are designed in other countries. Where the cars designed, it's from. Where the cars, like, where the parts of it are at least built, that's where it's from. But that means Porsche is Chinese, because their chips, chips are from China. Yeah, they're they're car they're tiny chips. chips compared to the whole rest of the car. I know, I know that stuff like, is manufactured in Germany, but built. and if they're electric cars, they're not considered cars. They're electric. Well, I mean, I think yeah, that's cool, cool, but you know, like, I mean, Grand yeah, Turismo is cool, but I mean, what, what would that? Oh be yes, the Titan Turismo is cool. I mean, 
it's kind of a milk weird to, like to call it like a German car. I mean, I suppose it is a German car, but it's a German electric car. That's the thing we put before cars. An electric car can never be a car. It has to be an electric car. I would never, if I owned an electric car, which I don't, and I don't plan to. You're probably gonna have um, to. By the time we drive. Yeah, I mean, if they make it illegal, by the, if they make it illegal to own a gas car, then maybe that'll, you know, maybe be that. Well, speak for yourself. Hey, I can drive this summer if I want to. Car. No, 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 no. Um, uh, there's a learner's permit uh, that you can get at 15 in some parts of the yeah, U.S. Wait, so you're going to be 15 this summer. Oh, actually, oh yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm gonna be 14 this summer. Oh, all right, all right. Well, I mean, I can get a NASCAR license this summer. What? Well, I mean, 14 is legal no. for a NASCAR license. Wait to drive the um the little go kart ones around the tracks, the dirt tracks, right? As in, like. Oh, do you mean like the full blown thing? Yeah, things? so I mean, there was like this. Which one call it? I saw it in Wiki. There was this guy who I mean, it might yep. have changed by now. Let's check. Okay, this part lice. And we gotta probably yes. end it soon. We have an eighty minute podcast, an absolute monster of a podcast. Oh, they changed it. Oh, it used oh, to be, okay. what is it? Twelve, hopefully. Now. Oh, darn it! It used to have like what you call it. Remember at one point. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. NASCAR's entry series is fourteen. Minimum cool. age set at fourteen for entry series. Nice. Okay, that must be the entry series. All right. And they're Americans. They probably put them in the actual cars. Yeah. Okay. So, um. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably yeah. the end of this technically F one podcast. If you did enjoy, great. Leave a like, I guess. Uh, I don't know how you do that I for mean, a podcast. Yeah, Apple, let's see. Um, Apple yeah. podcast, I think. Yeah, Apple podcast. You can do yeah. that. Yeah, um, Rashad and I will be going go-karting this weekend because we want to be F1 we can't drivers. can't do that, most likely, but still, we can try. Still, still, we can give it a go, so that's what we're doing.
this is an O for heaven's sake studio recording, production copyright, I'm not quite sure of the day. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.